Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another post-game edition of the Mavs Outside's podcast. I'm one half of your host, Maurice Williams, a.k.a. Mind of Reese, MFR25 on Twitter, Mind of Reese Reviews on TikTok, and Mind of Reese on Instagram. Joined, as always, by Michael Bibbins, a.k.a. Bibbs. Go to the BibbsCorner.com website find all of his content including the have you seen podcast for your movie fans you can find him on twitter at bibs corner uh the dallas mavericks lost a i was about to say a close game it was close at the end uh to the minnesota timberwolves 124 to 121 uh mavericks were getting spanked for lack of a better term for 75 percent of this game uh, mounted a comeback in the second half, uh, bottom half of the third quarter, and the rest of the fourth quarter, uh, in large part to heroics by Kyrie Irving, but they were thwarted by the Minnesota Timberwolves and the lack of Dallas Mavericks defense. Bibbs, how you feeling about this this uh this game? How you feeling after this game? Um, you know. I see a lot of people making a lot of these things and I'm simply not. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not going to make a lot, but I'm seeing things and I'm see- the things I'm seeing are good. They just have to get comfortable with each other. There's too much deferring current going on right now. Uh, too much confusion. Jason kids being weird with the lineups and we look like teams look at the beginning of the year when they have a bunch of new pieces, basically like, this guy Kyrie comes in and is immediately our he he took the most most shots tonight. Like that's not easy to do when you don't know these guys. Like most of the time, you get a trade midseason. Maybe it's the number two, number three guy, but you at least have a couple guys established that are that this person can kind of sit back and slowly be integrated into. But we're Kyrie's coming in and the, being asked to be the guy pretty much. Um, so it is clunky at, in places, but you look at tonight in the fourth quarter and you see Kyrie completely take over the game. Third highest individual quarter by a Dallas Maverick player ever behind Dirk and Luca. Like that just says it all. Um, I, I, I'm encouraged by what I've seen and I'm going to be patient and hopefully think, hope, hope things pick up. Um, again, it doesn't matter where we're at right now. It matters where we're at that last month of the season. So that that's where my eyes are. I agree with you a hundred percent, uh, scrolling down the timeline. And I guess I'm kind of used to this and I'm not, I'm not like bashing people or telling people they're wrong or like you like to say, telling people how to fan. I just see a lot of pointing up the fingers and blaming and this and that. And I'm just like, y'all have to realize this is not something that's going to happen overnight. Like I, I hearken back to last season when J kid came into the team and everybody was kind of frustrated in the beginning. And I was just like, I'm going to give him some time to learn these guys. He doesn't know these guys. 
I'm going to give him some time to learn these guys, see where it goes. And even after that, there was still some rough spots. Like, he wasn't great, but it worked out in the end, so to speak. You know, the the team got better. Everything gelled together right. uh, pretty well, especially the defense. Um, and I think this is a more difficult task than Jason Kidd had. Uh, because Luca had – it's just – Bringing two players together like that, them learning to play off of one another and finding a way to make that work where everyone's happy and the team is flowing the way it needs to be. That's very, it's not going to happen in the span of three games. I just, I, I don't, I personally don't understand all of the finger pointing and blaming like, oh, this is on, this is on one person. This is on that. I don't think it's on one person, you know? Uh, I think the team collectively today played terrible, pretty bad, terrible on defense. Uh, they picked it up towards the end, thank God, uh, and thanks to Kyrie on offense on the other end, uh, we were able to come back in this game and actually made it watchable. Um, but this game isn't one person's fault. Like we know this team's flaws, right? We know defense is our flaw. We know we can't protect the rim. Okay, what can we do to make up for that? We we know that Luca is not an off-ball player. Luca's not used to playing off-ball. Luca is used to playing having the ball in his hands. Just because he has the he's bringing the ball up quarter, has the ball in his hands, and Kyrie isn't getting enough touches, doesn't mean he's a ball hog. He's still getting used to having Kyrie out there. But I also want Kyrie to feel comfortable enough to say, hey. Give me the ball. I'm demanding the ball. Like, I need we these seen, touches. Who said Luke Kyrie wasn't getting touches? I saw it on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> even though, even and let me let me let me say this. I watched majority of the game, but I missed the end of the second quarter, the second half of the second quarter, and the beginning of the third quarter. That's funny because I missed the end of the third quarter and the first part of the fourth quarter. That's crazy. When I left, it was 73-91. When I came back, it was 99-111. Yeah, when I got home, uh, I was watching it while I was out. I was in a – I'll tell you about that afterwards. Uh, I can say it. I got a new car, and I was in the car. Oh, your car was total? No. not No, it wasn't total. Oh, you just um, got it like that. Okay, cool. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, traded it in, and yeah. All so. Right. Um, yeah, I was watching it. I was watching the game on the phone and I got home and it was like second quarter. And I was like, all right, it's going into halftime. Let me, let me take a shower. Uh, I got out the shower. It was about six minutes left in the third. And before halftime, Kyrie had a, what he was shooting like two for seven. Like, what do you mean? I was, I had written notes. I was prepared to talk about Kyrie having a bad game. Yeah. Like, he was having a, a bad game. And in my head, I'm like, I'm still going to give him time because it's Kyrie. Right. But uh, I think some people were saying, you know, uh, we can't have him waiting. I don't – well, I don't know what their context was. I don't know if they were saying we can't wait to have him be utilized in the fourth quarter in terms of coaching or Kyrie stepping up. Because it can't be Kyrie stepping up because – this well, is like his first game where he struggled. He leads the NBA in fourth quarter scoring, so maybe that's somebody that's familiar with his game. 
in that regard. Very true. Um, I just, it, it's, it kind of annoys me, but I understand like this is an adjustment period. We, we got so excited. We don't want to lose games like this. I'm not a moral victory person, so I'm not going to give them a moral victory, but kudos for them. Kudos to them for showing some balls and having some pride and at least like fighting back in this fucking thing. Cause it was getting real fucking ugly. This was probably going to be a completely different podcast. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, I feel like I'm talking too much. You you got anything you want to add in here? No, I, I appreciate you uh, <laughs> carrying the load. Cause yeah, like you said, it was definitely about to be a different podcast. I was annoyed. Uh, I got a, a real life distraction to kind of put things in perspective for me. But um, yeah, the, the, the way things were going, you know, I had notes about Josh, uh, you know, I made the comment about, you know, eventually we'll get to the point where Josh's bad game is a 10 point game. Uh, he has six tonight. Uh, yeah. He was 0 for 5 from 3. He missed both his free throws. I, I will give him uh, a credit for driving after the shot wasn't falling and actually getting some stuff to go at the rim. Uh, but, you know, this was a game where I, I get to I get to be able to judge what is going to cause him problems. And it looks like a go bear presence caused him problems. Um, he was not as aggressive most of the game attacking the realm as he usually is or has been, I should say, in this stretch. And I, I 100% believe Gobert was a factor. I also think Gobert was a factor in why Kyrie wasn't successful early. It was I had people asking why wasn't Kyrie driving more. I was like, uh, you know, look, look at the dude in the middle. Like, I know y'all don't like this motherfucker, but he's probably deterred more shots than Teflon. And yes, I posted that in the group chat, but it's facts. Just because you don't see him getting blocks and stuff is because dudes know not to try him. They just, he's back there. They not going. That's just how, that's how he impacts the game. And it makes your offense look ugly like it did tonight. So um, again, I I already said it, we've already kind of addressed it, but Luca and Kyrie have to get comfortable with, and I think the, the fact that they're having this problem is a good sign because it shows the desire to not be selfish of in both of them. Yeah. Um, there is no ego situation going on. It's the complete opposite of, you know, nah, you got the shot. I, I trust you. No, nah, no, nah, you got it. It's your team. No, nah, no. Nah, I mean, it, it's your team now. Like it's your team too. Like now, I'm not going to lie. That, that ended sequence <laughs> that duck season, rabbit season ass <laughs> fucking play. Duck season, rabbit season, duck season, rabbit season, duck season, rabbit season. Like, God damn, somebody take the fucking shot. Just shoot it. <laughs> just put anything up. I, was, I just want a shot to go towards the rim at some point. Like, y'all y'all playing games. And then it was just fitting that, that Kyrie tried to pass it Theo, who was like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> also hilarious that Theo was in the game inbounding the ball. Yo, that's the only reason I, like. I had forgot Theo was on the court till I saw him just kind of cutting to give the defense something to think about. And then Kyrie threw the ball at him. And I was like, are you serious, my dog? Like, first of all, what we do it. I know Josh had a bad game, but the fact that Theo was in the game up until three minutes left in the fourth, man, we're trying to come back and win again. I almost exploded when Kyrie gave this motherfucker the ball. He did a spin move right at the basket point blank range. And he missed. He went full Dwight Powell, too, because he was just kind of flailing and standing there. The ball fell on his back. Kyrie took the ball off his back. 
thank God Kyrie got the rebound and put it back. Because Theo, bro, like, oh. why is dude playing? Why is dude playing? You know the sad part? It looked like there might be a baller in there. I kind of see what he can be. What? But his drunken ninja basketball is so is so annoying. Like, he'll see the pass and he'll throw this sloppy, loose, wet noodle looking pass that like barely gets there or doesn't get there because he threw it so soft and weak. Or he'll sh- throw up a shot that looks like he's warming up at the wreck. Like, it's, it's not... Uh, this is this is my job. I do this for a living. It's like whatever. I'm out here though, and I, I I don't know, man. Like I feel like if he really locked in, if he was really out there on grind mode, he he'd be a baller. But he's out there on on, on playground. Like I don't. I I think that makes me more frustrated than anything is seeing how close he is to being something, and just not seeing the the follow through with how he executes. So. Theo, but yeah, Theo plays like Theo plays like that guy. You got a homie and y'all go to the to the basketball court to hoop, and you like yo. He you ask your homie like yo, you hoop like, and in your head you like I ain't played in like fifteen fucking years. But yeah, 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 yeah. I hoop even though the fifteen years ago when you played you weren't good. You wanna know how I know? Because that's me. <laughs> Play like me, just sloppy out there. Can't dribble, just out there for hustling, defense, and shooting. And I don't even see him doing that. You want the the mid? You know when I really saw me out there? I really saw me out there. I think it was when I can't. It was it was around the time he missed that point blank layup okay. where he's driving. And he's handing the ball off, I think, to Kyrie. And it just looks sloppy. Like, he about to lose the ball. Like, he damn it, it turned it. Like, he was about to turn it over, but it turned into a pass. Everything he does was almost a turnover. Like, even the shots he made felt like they were almost turnovers. Like, that's that's how how it feels watching the open. You know how Jackie Chan be accidentally beating motherfuckers' ass? That's that's what I'm saying. That's that drunken ninja basketball. Like... (laughs) Like he falling into you and flipping it up and it's going in the hoop and you just got to sit there like, man, what? It's like at the end of Scooby-Doo when they put this elaborate plan together to catch the fucking villain and the shit never works because Shaggy and Scooby fuck it up. But in the midst of Shaggy and Scooby fucking it up, they catch the villain anyway. Right. That's Theo Pinson's entire game. And I use the term game lightly. (laughs) Shit. You know what? I hope this whole segment has made y'all laugh because fuck this game, man. <laughs> oh, Christian Wood had a nice game on offense, but he couldn't play down the stretch because oh, he literally man. gave nothing on defense. Not a thing. Like it was not giving at all. Um hey. <laughs> Oh man, that was okay. All right. I like that one. Um, it is, it's, it's bad because, you know, um, we try to be the line of defense for the boy, but he not being the line of defense for us. You got to meet us halfway. I don't know what he's doing out there. Man. You got to meet us ha- like attempt to swat a shot. Like what we doing? You scared of your little thummy thumb going to get hurt? Like what we doing? Where, where the club, like they do in football. If you worry, worried about your little thumb, like what? I don't, I don't know, man. He's, uh, he's really, really, really. Causing some problems. Like I appreciate the offense tonight. Uh, 
but you got to give a little bit on defense. Uh, Maxie cannot get back soon enough. I don't know if you saw the report saying he's going to be back on the 23rd, which I believe. Yeah, that's our first game after the All-Star break. So, Speaking of reports, let me get to let me get close to the mic on this show. Uh-oh. Mavs fans, the action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fool your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all major action for baseball, golf, MMA, basketball, of course, and more. Plus, the same game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Obviously, this summer, around the summertime, you'll have the NBA playoffs. The best of the best, the best teams are the best, the best players are the best. Obviously, me, along with y'all, I'm sure, will keep an eye on the Dallas Mavericks if they happen to be in it. The new addition to Kyrie Irving has clearly opened up a lot of options for players on the team. So a lot of overs for guys like Kyrie as far as assists rebounds guys like josh green as far as assists rebounds and even points best of all DraftKings is safe secure and reliable you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use promo code tbpn make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars that's promo code tbpn only at DraftKings sportsbook Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Why the fuck are we out here doing charity signings when we trying to make a run in the playoffs this year? Why the fuck are we signing Lamar? His heart not good. Why are we signing Lamarcus oh, Aldridge? We ain't had to go there. Why are we doing this? We signed I got excited. I didn't even get excited. I was optimistic. We no. didn't sign him. What the hell? No, you know what I mean. God damn right. it. I was about, I was making sure. You had me like log back into Twitter and make sure I missed him. Earlier today, the report came out about Justin Holiday. We finally got somebody, you know, he he plans on signing us, signing with us after his buyout. And then as I'm watching the game, bleach report comes through. The Mavericks are working out LaMarcus Aldridge. For what? <laughs> Excuse me. We need a rim protector. We need somebody to play defense. He can't even move laterally. Do you understand how pissed I would be to hear LaMarcus Aldridge is coming in as Markeith Morris or Christian Wood? Like, hey, what are we doing, my dog? Like, we literally have Markeith Morris on the roster. Somebody got fucking married at halftime. Where were you? Uh, you missed the halftime. Yes. Was was Follow Will marrying them? Follow Will did, yeah. This apparently his second wedding he's done. Okay, moving on. Um, Markeith Morris is literally sitting on the bench. Clearly, if you're working out LaMarcus Aldridge, it means you're not interested in a rim protector, which Markeith Morris is not. But guess what? 
Markeith Morris can do things that LaMarcus Aldridge can probably do and can probably do it better because he has younger legs. He can move laterally a little bit. He has a decently good heart. I'm sorry. It has to be said. He has a decently good heart. And he's just sitting on the bench. I got to look up some Markeith Morris film from this year because there's no way he's that bad. Well, I don't know if you saw the pre-press conference. Uh, <clears throat> he mentioned that he's not playing because he's fat. He Who said, said that? Markeith said it. He, said, he didn't say it like that. He basically said, you know, I wasn't in the rotation. I got, I ain't, I ain't in shape right now. So he said, I'm going to work on my cardio during the break. So hopefully I can get, get back in the, in the rotation. Okay. After. All right. Bro's not playing this season. Who? He's not playing this season. He's not playing. <laughs> He's not playing. It's no way you're fat and in shape in the middle of the season. We're in February. Have you seen Luca? He's not Luca. <laughs> He's not even his brother. So. Oh man. Yeah. Bro's not playing. <laughs> I, that ship has sailed. This 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 is his fault. I tried to sit here and defend him. I'm over here talking shit about kid, and we got Eric Cartman sitting on the bench. Come on, man, stop playing. Moving on. That motherfucker look like Binky from Arthur. Come on, bro. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck this game, man. Uh. Is there anything else we need to talk about that we missed that we haven't touched on? No, man. Oh, shout out to your boy, Frank. Uh, Frank, Frank did hit a big three. Yeah. Josh got a big offensive rebound at the end. Like, it, it's nice to see the little things. And like I said, I, I want to hold on to the little things from this one, um, despite the fact that it was a loss. And shout out to Gobert, man. Gobert was out there getting busy. All right. <laughs> All right, bro. Like, motherfucker always got to find a way. Motherfucker, I almost said it. Motherfucker out here shouting out the ops on our podcast. What's wrong with you, man? Like, oh man. Oh, um, before we get out of here, I'm not gonna say exactly what it is, but we might might have some nice stuff coming for y'all, courtesy of a, a fellow outsider fan. So uh stay on the lookout. We're not doing it tonight because tonight ain't tonight. Y'all ain't gonna listen to anybody listening to this is a real Mavs outsider. I don't even know. We got to come up with a nickname or something, but outsiders. I mean, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of lazy, but yeah, a real. I, I was trying to come up with a, a second tier, like a, a worse than the outside. Like you really outside. You really in the in the solar system with it. You in like, the trenches for real. You you really out here if you're listening to this after after an L. But um. Between that and uh, did you did you get the the have you the, the Bibs Corner Award ballot? Yeah, I replied to it. Did you? Yeah, I texted you back. It was short because I was at work. I think I just said bet. But... Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I sent it to everybody at once, so I got I might have got my replies mixed up. But I'm looking forward to seeing what y'all come up with with these uh, responses. So, all right. Well. Uh, rough game for some. Uh, we move. We will be marching into Denver on Thursday, Wednesday. Wednesday, we will be marching into Denver on Wednesday. After that is the All Star break, which is much needed for this team. So, uh, y'all rest up. 
try not to stress too much. Don't put too much stress on this game. Don't overthink this game. Just it is what it is. We move on. Uh, let's see how this team does in the second half. But like I said before that, we got a game Wednesday. So we will see y'all Wednesday night for that post-game recap. Hopefully we can get a W going into the All-Star break. Only time can tell. Signing off for recent bibs. Peace. Peace. Thank you.